Developers sending medical supplies overseas. Let's have a look. Good morning, everyone. Florian Heiser here, and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. My voice is slowly recovering. I have my morning shine of coffee, and I hope you're all having a good Friday. I thought we'd start the day by having a look at this article that was shared to me from the Sydney Morning Herald. A second developer flew 82 tons of medical supplies to China. So this has happened twice before. Now, I've been thinking about this. A lot of people are going to be outraged. They're going to be disgusted. But really, I think uh, if we were in the same situation, how would we act? If you were working overseas, if you had access to funds, and say Brisbane had an infection and you had the capacity, would you use your business to send stuff home? If it happened in Sydney, if it happened in Melbourne, if you had family or friends in these cities, or if you knew people there, wouldn't you do the same thing? Wouldn't you do the same thing? So, you know, in, in some ways, I think it's naive for people to think that foreign business people working here in Australia, when they say in the media, or, you know, oh, you know, we're here to, to help Australia to create jobs, I mean, come on, there is, there's always going to be some loyalty uh, to the fatherland or the mother country or the homeland or where your parents are living. It's naive to not expect that. Should we get to a, a point like in World War II where certain uh, people from foreign nations had to report to the police every week, had to be monitored? Do you want to live in a country like that? It seems like we're heading down that path. It really does. It really does. So let, let's have a look through this and let me know your thoughts and opinions in the comments below. But I think, I think this is good, a uh, good example of why One Nation's Pauline Hansen's proposal to put a restriction on all foreign investment for the time being is a very smart solution. It, it seems to me that more and more often, One Nation seems to be the party of sense. It seems to be a sensible party, you know? I think a lot of what people are fed by the media, maybe it's not that right. We'll have to see. So let's have a look at this. A second Chinese property develop, uh, company based in Sydney flew more than 80 tons of medical supplies on a corporate jet to Wuhan in late February. At the time, the illness was devastating the regional city. The chartered plane with 90 tons, 82 tons of medical supplies included 100,000 most needed protective coveralls and 900,000 pairs of medical gloves has successfully departed from Sydney and arrived in Wuhan on the 24th of Feb. Riceland Australia posted on its LinkedIn page. So this was them acting as a good corporate citizen. I mean, how many of their clients who are buying the property here in Australia would come from China? I mean, just have a look here at the Foreign Investment Review Board. You can see that black line that's over 90% back in 14, 15, 16. That's foreign investment in our, for every building approval. Over 90% of building approvals for residential was foreign. So he's protecting his client base. I, I can understand where he's coming from. It's a bit of a kick in the teeth for our civilization, though, uh, because you literally have foreign agents in some way based, basing here, building wealth here, and then literally sending medical supplies overseas now the thing is this happens all the time we're just seeing it and it's being addressed as a concern because of well 
the illness that's spreading around the world. Ricelin, formerly known as Country Garden, is a totally owned subsidiary of Country Garden Holdings, one of China's largest property developers. Its major sharehold, shareholder is 38-year-old Yong Hyang, the richest woman in China. The Herald has previously reported another major Chinese developer was doing the same thing. Employees of Greenland Australia, a subsidiary of the Chinese government-backed global property giant Greenland Group, were instructed to put their normal work on hold and source bulk supplies of essential medical items to ship back to China. I mean, this is the thing, guys. You're, you're dealing with a foreign civilization that is in the grips of a socialist government that is entirely from one level to the other. To get to the, these levels in that civilization, you need to have, you need to be in bed with the government, with the party. What can you expect? What can you expect? I mean, it's, it's naive to not expect things like this to happen. A whistleblower from the company has told the Herald it was a worldwide Greenland effort and the Sydney office was no different, sourcing bulk supplies of surgical masks, thermometers, antibacterial wipes, hand sanitizers, gloves, and Panadol for shipping. The funny thing is it's probably all made in China, shipped here, and they're buying it here and sending it right back. Basically, all employees, the majority of whom are Chinese, were asked to source whatever medical supplies they could, one company insider told the Herald. This went on for weeks through January and February, he said. The humanitarian efforts of Chinese companies to help their desperate compatriots back home may have contributed to shortages of products in Australia. Well, I guarantee you it has. I guarantee you it has. And, and think, do we have the capacity to manufacture these products? Guys, I'll just bring up, I'll bring up one of my favorite websites and I know I'm doing it all the time. You know what? No, I'm going to mix it up today. I'm going to mix it up today. I will bring up my second favorite website. We'll bring up the Harvard Atlas and we can show you here just Australia's complexity of our economy on a global scale. We're 93rd in the world. Let's have a look at China. Remember, Australia's 93. China's 19th. It's to do with the complexity of the products we make. With the OEC, different methodology, we're 59th in the world. Let's have a look how they rank China with the complexity of their economy. They're 33rd in the world. So I'd say China would have the capacity to manufacture more than we would. And here's the thing, guys. We're, it's, it's quite disturbing all the time hearing about more and more restrictions and then the media's surprise that there's you know, been more infections or more illness or more death. What people have to realize is there's going to be a two-week delay from the implementation of a strategy to the seeing the effect of that strategy. So it's lagging data that they're acting upon. Everything is lagging data with this because of the, the period where people are asymptomatic. So it, it's like a miniature version of the economy. It shows you how they're desperately trying to act on outdated data and it's surprised when it's not working. By late January, medical experts were worried about the lack of available masks. The things we need, we need most as GPs is some masks, said Dr. Harry Nespolon, president of the Royal Australian, Royal Australian College of GPs. They are not readily available. In January, guys, in January, Professor Rihanna McInter, 
a global biosecurity expert at Kirby Institute in Sydney, also expressed concerns about the shortages. As the surge of the infections increase, healthcare workers are becoming desperate. The shortage of personal protective equipment in New South Wales hospitals is scandalous, one healthcare worker told The Herald. Doctors and nurses on the front line feel inadequately protected, exposed and vulnerable. In one major Sydney hospital, junior doctors are being told there are only 30 and 59 masks available for all operating theatres. The healthcare worker said this was forcing people to source masks from the black market, the quality of which is dubious. Greenland Group sourced 3, 000, uh, 3 million protective masks, 700,000 hazmat suits and 500,000 pairs of protective gloves from several countries, including Australia. So here we go. China, Australia work as one together to fight the epidemic, reads the banner. <coughs> well, they're going to send it back down to the rest of the world. It's the same company now. Will Greenland Group, will they source material and fly it in from overseas? I saw a post. Matt Berry was bringing stuff in from overseas. He had 5,000 masks he was bringing in. Are they going to do the same thing? Let me know what you think in the comments, guys, and how that would, how that should be recorded, or will the communal memory of these, this act of this business will that remain? In February, Rice Lens LinkedIn page showed pallet loads of safety gear being stored in a warehouse ready for shipment, ninety tons of selective medical equipment ready for air transport direct from Sydney to Wuhan by a corporate jet on Monday next week, said the company's post. See, are there any Australian businesses in China that could get away with this? This is the thing, guys. We're not, we're not playing on a level field. The LinkedIn post said it was an exceptional and meaningful day for the company in its campaign to show our strong faith to Wuhan people and our <clears throat> ultimate appreciation of those who work days and nights and fight against the virus on the front line. Richard McGregor, a China analyst at the Lowy Institutes at Greenland and Country Garden, would have been expected not only to do their part, but to publicize their patriotism by helping out the country at a crucial moment. In China, where companies can live or die according to government decisions, he said, real estate companies are particularly exposed to government wins, as all land is owned by the state. The Herald sought comment from the company. The Minister for Home Affairs, Peter Dutton, is working on a plan to crack down on hoarders who are profiteering out of the illness, as well as giving authorities more power to be able to seize items at the border, including medical supplies. There will also be increased penalties for people and groups who are flouting consumer laws by sending items overseas for huge profits. I mean, see, this is the thing. Are they going to go after the big companies who are obviously backed by the state over in China and are sending tons of stuff over? Or are they going to go after the families that are sending stuff to their relatives? Can you, can you see someone sending some toilet paper, gloves and stuff to their relatives in a care package? Them getting done. But a big company like this sending tons of this stuff being ignored? What do you reckon? What do you think? I mean, this just shows you guys where the loyalties of these businesses lie. He's not loyal to Australia. Now, One Nation, as uh, Pauline Hansen has done a media release uh, a few days ago, and I'd like to go through this because I think it's this is necessary now. 
So One Nation leader Pauline Hanson has written to Prime Minister Scott Morrison insisting he immediately suspend sale approvals by the Foreign Investment Review Board and safeguard Australians against a mass foreign buy-up. Now, this is, this is the risk, particularly with our weakening dollar. The Queensland Senator said Australians want rapid safeguards put in place to ensure China and other opportunistic countries are prevented from buying up housing stock, prime agricultural land, businesses and corporations affected by the virus. Our unemployment numbers are surging. Our stock has been kneecapped, housing prices are set to fall and our dollar is weakened, which places Australia in the most vulnerable position we have seen for a very long time. I won't tolerate China or any other country coming in here and buying Australia up for a song leaving our people without a say. In a speech at the Western Hotel on August 14, 2018, Foreign Investment Review Board Chair David Irving AO stated an estimated total of volume of critical infrastructure transactions of more than 40 billion had been approved in just three years. Senator Hansen said between 2007-8 and 2007-18, the FI Foreign Investment Review Board reviewed almost 12,000 applications and rejected just five. I mean, we've, we've seen that here, guys. And this has had this has had an effect on our housing. It's had an effect on the housing of our civilization. And you've just got to remember, guys, we're dealing with nations that have a, a um, symmetrical, well, we're not, act they're not symmetrical civilizations. They're asymmetrical. They're uneven. The freedoms that you're afforded here, the market expectations that you're afforded here, we can't get the same rights over there. Just remember that. So should we extend the privileges that we have in this civilization to members from foreign civilizations when it's been proven where their loyalties actually lie? How can the FIRB, which is one permanent employee and a handful of part-time members, give proper... Con That's it? That is it give proper consideration to the sale of so many Australian assets. That's insane. It can't and therefore they aren't looking out for the best interests of all Australians and need to be stopped. The faith the Liberal and Labour parties have placed in globalisation has been shown up as a failure of the back of this pandemic. What's happening right now in this country and right across the globe should be a wake-up call to all politicians. Stop allowing the sell-off of our industries and manufacturing and start investing in ourselves. Water, manufacturing, industry, agriculture, and jobs for Australians. Well, there you go. What do you think about One Nation's media release? What do you think about the suggestion? I think it's smart to put a halt to everything now, particularly with the issues. I would say, I would say, we need to have a point system on the civilizations that uh, these agents or people, some of them I'd say are agents, are representing. If they're a civilization with a similar political system, Westminster civilization, similar culture, perhaps it should be easier for them to invest in our nation. But if they're from a civilization with quite dramatically different political systems, cultural differences, maybe it shouldn't be as easy. What do you think, guys? What do you think? Let me know your thoughts and opinions in the comments below. Would you do the same thing if you were in this situation? Maybe we would. It's that, is it, does that make it the right thing to do, though? Anyway, guys, thank you all for watching. Like, share, and subscribe to the channel. If you're a fan, there are a few ways you can support us. You can donate with a monthly donation via YouTube or Patreon. 
You can support the channel by using our affiliate links at Amazon or eBay. You can also use our affiliate links at Independent Reserve or KuCoin for the crypto traders out there. We have merch available from Teespring or from the Highs It Says blog. And finally, PayPal or Gold Pass if you want to donate with cash or with gold. Take care, guys. Appreciate all your support. And I'll see you in the next video.